0: In Old Testament times, there were five books of psalms. Because back then, books were written out on a papyrus that was rolled up into a scroll. And so scrolls that were just too long got to be too big, too heavy, just too unwieldy. So the 150 psalms were written onto five scrolls or books. Psalm 107, which we'll read today, Began the fifth scroll, the fifth fifth scroll of books of Psalms ends in I think it's five Hallel Psalms that every one of the last five Psalms begins and ends with the one Hebrew word all of us know. Hallelujah, which as Johnny read earlier is translated, praise the Lord. Well. The psalm we'll read today, Psalm 107, has sections that address those who are gathered. First, those who are gathered from desert wastes. Second, those who are gathered from darkness, gloom, and prison. Third, from those who are gathered from sin and illness and hunger. And fourth, those who are gathered from the sea. Now, some of us here, oh, the sea, and we think, oh, the beach. Oh, yeah, a love of beach. And Emerald Island and whatever, Carolina Beach. And a few of us here, the sea, and <clears throat> we think of a cruise, you know, sumptuous dinners dancing and all that. But in Bible days, the sea symbolized dangers, chaotic forces that could and would kill you. Now four of the stanzas of Psalm 107 follow a particular pattern you're going to hear some of them. They share this structure. They start somewhere and then they name a trouble, what I call a dire strait. And then the trouble is described and next something important, something crucial happens. They cried to the Lord in their trouble and He saved them from their distress. The rescue is described and the people are called. They're summoned to give praise and praise. Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wonderful works to humankind. And then finally each stanza closes with a word of praise. So listen now for God's word for us in Psalm 107. We'll read, it's a 43 verse Psalm. I invite you to read at your leisure, but we'll read about half of it today starting in the first verse. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those He redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the land, from the east and the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to an inhabited town. Hungry and thirsty, they're so fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way until they reached an inhabited town. Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wonderful works to humankind, for He satisfies the thirsty and the hungry. He fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in gloom prisoners and misery and in irons, for they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Their hearts were bowed down with hard labor. They fell down with no one to help. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and gloom and broke their bonds asunder. Let them thank God. The Lord for his steadfast love, for his wonderful works to humankind, for he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts into the bars of iron. Some were sick through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities endured affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from the distress. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wonderful works to humankind, and let them offer thanksgiving sacrifices and tell of his deeds with songs of joy. Now skipping to that last verse that those who are wise give heed to these things and consider the steadfast love of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. If I asked you, what it means to be in dire straits. Well, some of you might say, oh, it's to be in that great man of the 80s and 90s, you know, with Mark Knopfler churning down hits like money for nothing, you know, he said that ain't working, that's the way to do it, you turn on the MTV, money for nothing in your cheeks for free, Well, And others, and people who got married most recently, this church also, I right remember Mark Nockler was the one did the guitar music for that, what Sarah says is the greatest movie of all time, The Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Or you may remember from geography that a strait is a narrow body of water that connects to large bodies of water. On the news, sometimes you'll hear about that Strait so, straight of Hormuz. Because a third of the world's oil trade goes through that strait. It's a vulnerable place for tankers. Which is why our Navy guards a lot of them. The Bering strait separates Asia from America. There are lots and lots of straits. So if you plan to be on Jeopardy, study up. (laughs) They might ask you the longest one, the shortest one, or. Or which one has a canal in it in Panama? Well, the problem with navigating through straits is they're often treacherously narrow, especially when the water's turbulent. One wrong move would spell trouble for seafarers in a strait with turbulent water. As you see, when you're in dire straits, one wrong move could spell disaster. Now, we don't really know why the man chose that name, to our Straits, but we do know the metaphor is ancient. It comes up in Homer's Iliad as well as in the Bible. And in uh, the first chapter of Lamentations, I'll read the King James Version here, Jeremiah writes Judah is gone to captivity because of affliction, and because of great servitude she dwelleth among the heathen. She findeth no rest. All her persecutors overtook her between the straits. When you're in dire straits, you're between a rock and a hard place, and the walls are closing in. Well, in this psalm, the first group summoned to thank God are those who wandered in desert waste, finding nowhere to live. They're hungry, they're thirsty, and they cry out to God, and He delivers them from their distress, their dire straits. In the last year of pandemic, we've gone from, well, Remember those early days when we had desperate searches for germicidal soap, hand cleanser, and paper uh, necessities? (laughs) 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 To now, desperate searches for a vaccine appointment. Did you get one? Oh, I went to Fayetteville. Oh, I went here. My doctor's office called me. Whatever. We cried out to God for help. We prayed to escape COVID and its danger and through improved supply chains and science. Help has been coming. But let's keep praying for all those who are still wandering, those souls who, whose souls faint within them, those who are still looking for that vaccine. Well, the next group we read about were those who sat in darkness and going prisoners and misery and in irons. But well, part of what's been so hard about this COVID pandemic year is the darkness and gloom of isolation. Now, I look around and I say, well, our group, we look—we have not been in prison in irons as he described, but I've heard so many people lament the feeling of this virus imprisoning them in their homes away from friends and family and loved ones and work and school and all that stuff we used to take for granted as normal. The third group the psalmist's names are those who are sick through their sinful ways. You and I, we know people whose lives have been haunted by bad choices, mistakes, habits, addictions, foolish decisions that drew them near to the gates of death. Psalm 107 has good news for them when they cry to the Lord in their trouble. God will save them from their distress, deliver them from destruction. Now, you may not have been in these specific situations, but surely you have had your share of trouble in life. You've faced some challenges that threaten to overwhelm you. And if you say, not yet, just hang on. In one form or another, life brings troubles to all of us. Psalm 107 teaches us to give God thanks and praise for God's steadfast love. Because we are the hungry and thirsty who have been fed. We are the bound who have been liberated. We are the sinners deserving death who have been given life. We are the fearful before the terrors of existence who have been given hope. So thanks be to God whose steadfast love endures forever.